Hello, HCI learners. Welcome to another episode of 9 to Thrive HR, a podcast that explores the most pressing issues facing talent management today by speaking with experts and practitioners in the field. My name is Randy Kenny, and I'll be your host for today. We couldn't bring you the latest in people management without support from our sponsors. So before we begin, I'd like to thank Skillsoft, the innovative leader in e-learning, online training, and talent solutions for their support for this episode today. Now I'm pleased to welcome our guest today, Haida Abeli, Vice President for Leadership and Business Skills at Skillsoft. Thanks for joining us, Haida. Thanks, Randy. It's great to be here. And to get us started, why don't you tell our audience a little more about you? Okay, well, the first thing that I would say about myself is that I'm truly passionate about improving the practice of management in organizations. I've been in corporate e-learning, educational technology, and publishing for a lot of my career. And I recently joined Skillsoft as Vice President of Leadership and Business Skills. In this role, I'm responsible for driving innovation in leadership and business skills content and for the evolution of both content portfolios. And I'm also an adjunct professor of management and organization at Boston College's Carroll School of Management, and I have an MBA from Harvard Business School. Haida, much of your experience is centered on connecting strategic priorities to the learning agenda. What exactly do you mean by this? So a lot of money is spent every year by organizations on corporate training. And of course, there are many great reasons why organizations are willing to invest heavily in formal and informal skills training. Everything from ensuring that people have the right skills and competencies to do their jobs, to retaining employees, to making sure that competent people are ready to move into new roles when vacancies emerge. But quite candidly, the reason that's not actually emphasized enough is the importance of a skills training or development program to support and advance the strategic agenda of the firm. Every training program really needs to clearly align to the company's strategic direction, and yet the investment that an organization makes in corporate training sometimes ends up being focused on the wrong things or in the wrong areas. You know, every firm has a strategy. What differentiates the best-performing organizations from those that struggle is the distinctive set of differentiating activities performed by employees at every level in the organization. And it is how skillfully and capably the employees in the organization perform those unique activities that really makes the biggest difference in determining winners versus losers. While strategy definition might be guided by the top levels of the organization, frankly, execution of the organization's strategy is driven from the middle and lower levels of the organization, levels which require proactive skills training and collaboration to succeed at the strategy execution imperative. Firms need to get better and better at the rapid adaptation and scaling of new organizational skills and capabilities. In fact, some have argued that the ability to learn faster than your competitors may be the only truly sustainable competitive advantage. And Heida, how do we know or how do we discover that this was an issue? What does the data tell us? So many organizations seem to struggle to provide employees with adequate skills training that is tightly tied to the strategic agenda. Recent research by Don Saul at MIT Sloan School of Management cites a lack of people with the right skills as the single most frequently cited reason that companies fail to seize upon new strategic opportunities. And that's ahead 
of lacking a sense of urgency, failure to spot the opportunity quickly enough, or even a lack of funds. You know, it's especially noteworthy to me that a lack of people with the right set of skills is cited more than twice as frequently as a lack of funds as the reason organizations fail to seize strategic opportunities. This demonstrates just how acute the problem is. Other data points to the fact that a lack of people with necessary skills is second only to difficult market conditions as the most frequently cited risk factor for people not being able to deliver on their performance objectives for the year. And this is cited as a more important obstacle to underperformance against objectives than a lack of support from colleagues in other units, a lack of funds, or even unrealistic objectives. So the data is really pretty sobering. Um, and at the same time, we know from Burson by Deloitte research that organizations that are better at skills development are more likely to be first in a market, have greater employee productivity, uh, are more responsive to customer needs, have a greater ability to develop quality products, and the list goes on and on. So that's what the data tells us. Can you provide some tangible examples of what you mean by linking a strategic objective to a specific skill gap in an organization? Sure. So an example might be an organization that has recently decided to launch a strategic initiative around leveraging big data, for example, in order to have a more analytics-driven approach to innovation or new product development. For instance, so if individuals at all levels in the broader organization are not adequately trained on the fundamentals of big data analytics, they're just not primed to identify opportunities to use big data and analytics in their everyday roles. This kind of opportunity spotting occurs at all levels in the organization, not just at the top. And the critical data for analysis lies in every pocket of an organization. So individuals may simply not be set up for success as effectively as they could be in order to support the strategy. And the consequence is the identification of fewer opportunities to develop the innovative products that then might set an organization apart from the competition. You know, another example might be a healthcare organization that faces significant cost pressure and has made improving its cost position, maybe along with process improvements in service delivery or improving patient experience uh, as its strategic priorities. So there needs to be a scaled, comprehensive, consistent, and rigorous approach to skilling and training the company's service workers on topics like value stream mapping and lean business or customer service fundamentals in order to give those strategic priorities a route to successful execution at the middle levels and on the front lines. Steps in a process that can be eliminated to reduce cost are often best identified by frontline service workers, and they can only be identified if workers know what to look out for and how to think in new and different ways about eliminating or modifying steps in a process without adequate training, they just aren't equipped to connect the dots. And the result is then a disconnect between the strategic priority and execution. So for technology workers and engineers whose competencies erode over time, keeping those competencies current to support the strategic agenda is also critical. Often there is a key technology component tied to the execution of the strategy. If that segment of the workforce is not current with respect to competencies, execution can falter. Or maybe there is a significant organizational change initiative underway and all levels of the organization need to be prepared for handling significant change. There are so many examples of training in both hard skills and soft skills that I could reference here and then connect to any number of strategic initiatives that might be important to an organization. So, so those are a few examples. 
And Haida, based on your experience, what would you say the solution is? Too many training initiatives rest on the assumption that one size fits all and that the same group of skills or style of leadership is appropriate regardless of strategy, organizational culture, or CEO mandate. Instead, the organization really needs to go through the careful and systematic exercise of understanding what market segments it serves how it is truly distinctive from the competition in those markets, and how it protects its differentiated advantages. From there, it needs to understand what tasks are critical to both the execution of the strategy and the further advancement and protection of those distinctive advantages. It's about internalizing what the company has to do really well in order to succeed or continue to succeed. Then it can begin to determine what types of soft or interpersonal skills and what types of hard technical skills employees and leaders in the organization must possess in order to support the critical tasks of the organization. On the soft skill side, maybe it's negotiation, maybe it's working more effectively across cultural boundaries, or for hard or technical skills, maybe it's about lean awareness or data analytics, the kinds of capabilities that I referenced in my earlier examples. And also, what new leadership behaviors or cultural norms need to be trained at scale? It's a staged process, and all of the stages should be tightly linked for success. Yet so often what we find is that the last stage of linking the specific critical tasks required for effective execution of the strategy to the skills that need to be trained at scale seems to be missing. The tighter the linkages in the chain, the greater the chance that learning programs will support successful execution of the strategic priorities. And the evidence to support this statement is really strong. So another important point that I would make is to keep it simple. Uh, A careful focus on context means equipping employees and leaders in a functional area or a business unit with a limited number of competencies or skills for training, maybe, you know, just three to five uh, that will really move the needle on the ability to execute the strategy. What tends to be less effective is a laundry list of competencies and skills that employees need to master. The list should be short and highly tailored to the strategy. You have to be able to cut to the chase and isolate those specific competencies that really matter to the successful execution of the strategy, whether it is high-quality decision-making or outstanding customer service or any number of others. This is about focus, and it's about making trade-offs in the training and learning agenda. And I would make the final point that often what you choose to forego with respect to a training agenda is just as important as what you choose to emphasize. And Heidi, to wrap things up, how would you say Skillsoft could help with all of this? So I've really tried to underscore that the learning agenda must tie directly to the strategic agenda of the firm, and then the learning agenda must be effectively operationalized using learning assets that the company brings to bear in a manner that meets the learner where he or she is. Let's break this down a little bit. Uh, Skillsoft has the breadth and the depth in its content offering on both soft and hard skills to provide the organization with a complete training solution on demand and at scale. And it has the capability to deliver training efficiently and effectively in order to engage the modern learner. Skillsoft is the global leader in online learning, and the outstanding benefit of online training is that it can be deployed quickly at scale in order to meet any level of demand. And as the strategic agenda evolves, online training can quickly and seamlessly evolve with it. 
Skillsoft also excels at creating engaging content that can be consumed when and how learners want to consume it in the context of their daily workflows. Shorter, more engaging content is key. The whole trend towards microlearning, mobile, um, all of that is only going to increase. And the training needs to be in alignment with these key user learning preference trends. And Skillsoft's ability to curate and deliver short-duration learning objects, like video learning snippets, for example, is critical to meeting today's learners where they are. For certain users, you know, it's important to have alignment to standards or bodies of knowledge where they may be seeking an IT certification, for example. And this means that although the snippets are short, they are purposefully organized to guide a user through a comprehensive curriculum. And what I would emphasize very strongly, too, is that through its dedicated learning consultants, Skillsoft can provide the tailored help that its clients need to set up measurement criteria based on the strategic objectives and then design a curriculum that structures a skills training program to complement the strategy. And finally, Skillsoft really collaborates with the organization and shares proven metrics and benchmarks to measure the utilization and the impact of skills training using Skillsoft content against the strategic or business goals. And that really helps to close the loop and ensures that the training is enabling effective execution of the strategic mission. And, you know, what will follow are stronger business results and outcomes. So in this respect, Skillsoft is truly unique in the industry. And we're really looking carefully at how our platform might continue to enable us to provide value here in new ways, such as by tagging content against specific business or strategic objectives. So more to come on that. Um, but I'll just close by saying that Skillsoft is ready and eager to help organizations effectively execute their strategic priorities. We will work with the organization to define and implement the best content offering that advances the learning agenda and provides the kind of skills training at all levels in the organization that can really help the organization retain and expand its competitive advantage. Heda, thanks so much for being here today and taking the time to share your expertise with us and talk about this innovative approach to learning and development. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you to all of our HCI learners for tuning in today. Subscribe to 9 to Thrive HR on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, or the YouTube channel HCI Talent for instant access to new episodes. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Skillsoft, for supporting this podcast and HCI's ongoing commitment to continuing education. To learn more, please visit www.hci.org.